0: you're listening to my podcast Sound Off on Music That Challenges the Status Quo. In each episode, I explore creativity at the intersection of art, music, and literature to find out what that work and the people making it tell us about art and life in the 21st century. My guest today is Aruj Aftab, discussing her Grammy winning recording Vulture Prince. Born in Saudi Arabia, Aftab moved back to her parents' native Pakistan, when she was 11 and eventually made her way to Berklee College of Music in Boston before moving to New York City to find her way as a genre-blurring composer, bandleader, and musician. The track "Mohabbat" won Best Global Music Performance in 2022 and also landed on a playlist of Barack Obamas. Let's find out more.
1: But this kind of like a, it's this beautiful poem. I mean, it's, it's this, yeah, it's like this beautiful, yeah, like, I guess we could call it a poem. It's been composed into songs so many times by so many incredible Pakistani singers that I feel like calling it a poem is kind of weird at this point because it feels, you know, it's almost like a standard. One of the more popular ones, I think, but also not like it's kind of like a shy shy one like where you know it but you don't you haven't heard it unless you know people just don't like put it on I've always really loved it just because of where basically like kind of what it says Talking about like this person who has all these lovers, who admi- who who adore uh, him or her, but you know you are like kind of saying you know fuck you I'm not going to be one of them. But at the same time, like there's also you know the the person is who's saying that is also kind of saying that like I think you know I'm afraid of being in love with you. I'm afraid of having you because it would be too intense because I would just love you so much. You know it's like kind of like this bittersweet thought process that this person is having and it could some it could be like a lover it could be someone that you lost you know it's just really it it has a lot of emotional range and so that always that really drew me in a way like lyrically to it and I always felt like I would I could do a version that sonically emphasizes that emotional range in a way that like it doesn't matter if you don't really understand the depth of the words or if you don't really understand like the, the the subtlety of the urdu language kind of wanted to sort of represent what it meant to me and also like its sort of range of emotions in a sonic way i've been performing it for a long time for many years now with different sort of band configurations but you know i've been thinking a lot about how i want it to sound when we record it and i think that like. After many years of incubating it, I think that I achieved what I wanted to. (laughs)
2: Oh, boy. guer tu There. Mm-hmm.
1: kind of wanted it to be a longish sonic journey where you kind of like travel a little bit and then something happens you know like kind of like you meet you know you come across a lake or whatever and that's kind of like these sort of lush harp parts that are coupled with the guitar and like those those motifs are kind of interlocked like the guitar and the harp motif are like sort of locked with each other and they repeat but they're also just like two notes you know it kind of has this sort of driving vibe so I kind of wanted that going almost like a pedal um, kind of keeping it light and kind of bouncy and then you know adding like a very very simple sort of uh, grounding percussion element you know like you kind of hear this like low drum kick sort of thing uh, and then like just little bit of bells and sort of you know instruments exchanging hands throughout the song and then just like the voice kind of very forward, but then also just like sitting out. And some sometimes there's like dissonant chords in there to kind of remind you that we're that the, that this is not just like a happy song, you know, a lot of coloring went in with the instruments and with like, some surprise chords like a wild card. And then arrangement wise, like what I really love is that long section where Shazad just plays this like, very long, very quiet, very minimal, peculiar, like, synth solo. It has all these sort of turns and stuff. They're almost like little mini crescendos, but then, you know, you kind of just keep walking and then you get to the end. I think over time you kind of develop your ear and your preference for how you want things, for what things you want to go together. Like I don't like tabla in a lot of instances for, you know what I mean? Like Or like when I'm using saxophone, like I'm very aware of how it's perceived. I have to sort of fuck with instruments to make them what I need them to be as opposed to just like I don't know just throwing them you know throwing them together in a, in a way.
0: I always love to hear earliest musical memories maybe um what what first pulled you in musically um set the scene and and like maybe what drew you in and be like oh this is this is this is what I'm doing with my life, you know.
1: Growing up, my both of my parents were very obsessed with music and so they would listen to a lot of music and they also were both just sort of, you know, home singers, but their voices are amazing. And they have like a, a group of friends also that they that all of them just really love music. These kind of like these kind of like young 60s, 70s Pakistani like liberals, you know, and just all hanging out in their like bell-bottom outfits and like listening to music and listening to all kinds of music and just sort of celebrating the inclusion of music in our lives like it seems like it's not it, sh- it shouldn't be such a strange big deal but unfortunately it is but yeah there was just a lot of music around we just thought it was absolutely really normal to be that obsessed with music in our household i think that there was definitely some moments where i was when i was younger and i and my dad would actually like have someone have have like a uh, you know like an instructor i guess um who would play harmonium or play tabla come over and he would just sort of like on the weekends just sort of like do a very like basic like he would just sing and be be receiving this sort of like very hobbyist training and i would sit with him and so i think maybe that was the point where i was just like What's happening in front of me is not that we're listening to a cassette. Like This is actually being made right here, and that's mind-blowing. Like I remember just sort of really being... I mean, it's funny that I'm saying this because I just said that I don't really like the tabla, but I remember being very drawn to the tabla being played. It was mesmerizing and just sort of... Yeah, I think there was that moment where I was just like, this is is everything.
0: Now maybe uh, we can talk a little bit about your distinct blending of sounds um, from Pakistani classical to jazz to trance to all these different things. Maybe I'd love to know a little more about how you kind of came to your own distinct blending of sounds.
1: Yeah, I think the sound has been sort of building in my head. And I'm very particular about sound. Because I, I, I listen to a lot of stuff. And my instinct is always to want to, like, recreate things like from a very young age, of course. And I think that that is just very normal for any composer. I think from a very young age, we would listen to music and we'd be like, I want to redo that, (laughs) you know? But yeah, like, I think I'm very sensitive about what kind of instrument I use and what kind of sound it has and who is playing it in what type of way. And I've always had that. And I inherit, I feel like I listen to a lot of, I've been, like, you know, like I've been, I studied in a jazz school surrounded by a lot of jazz musicians and, and learning jazz theory, and loving, like you know, uh, memor like memorizing and rip- and and singing back jazz sort of like you know trumpet solos and and listening to Ella and stuff. But then also like this deeply rooted sort of just in my ears, like around me from being you know Pakistani and just having all these like guzzles and tumris and classical and semi-classical um, South Asian music just like rattling around in my head from the day that I was born, you know. Um, being in the world music scene, it's like we're listening to so much stuff like Afro-Cuban rhythms and, you know, trance, like Deep House, and loving it and just listening to so much Arab music, listening to so much music from the Middle East, like from Greece, you know, like from from so many different regions. It's like, if you live in New York, you you definitely have to say that your roots are in a lot of different places because it's like the melting pot of a lot of great musicians who share their music and you get to actually like so many people just come through here performing from all over the world that you are just sort of actually really exposed to a lot of different cultures of music right and so I think it's taken me a while to figure out exactly how to assimilate all of those things that I love uh, and put them into one sort of unified sound And it is every time a challenge, but I actually really enjoy that challenge.
2: Читают то I it is दिल तो रोता रहे और आंख से आंसू Je vais The.
0: That's In a Yacht by Aruj Aftab off her album, Vulture Prince. Aftab's new album with Vijay Ayer and Shahad Ismili is called Love in Exile. You should definitely check it out. It's amazing. I'm Katie Henrikson. You've been listening to my podcast, Sound Off, which explores creativity at the intersection of art, music, and literature to dig into what that work and the people making it tell us about art and life in the 21st century. Sound Off, solely produced by me, is part of the Critical Frequency Podcast Network. Keep up with all things Sound Off online at soundoffkatie—that's Katie with a Y dot com. You'll find the full playlist there, other episodes, and exclusive content. So definitely check it out and hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts to make sure you receive the latest episode as soon as it drops. My next guest coming up is the phenomenal guitarist, Cocky King. I can't wait for that conversation until next time. May you continue resonating with that great force of music. Music.